should have said this earlier. I've written music in the cafes is humoresque by Horjak. Oh. Just because I was showing off. I can't hide on the wrong note. It's like being in Prague. I can taste my coffee melange. Oh, no, that's been It's like Jack himself is here. Beautiful. But yes, I mean, obviously, the reason they're in Prague is... Well, it's interesting, actually. I mean, why are they in Prague? Because, basically, we know that Marina's, like, dad has told her to go back to Prague to warn Axel, fine. But I think, again, it's like Lovejoy being so motivated by a mystery. But he doesn't even really know if there is... A mystery, particularly. Like, he's got very little to go on. He's found just, one diamond. But to just, like, go again, off to Prague. Does he have stuff. a sort of sixth sense for a mystery? Yeah. Because he's right. Yeah. There is one heck of a mystery. There is. Yeah, I say it all goes very James Bondy. It and, does go very James Bond. You know, all, all of that. But you've got secret tunnels and everything coming yeah. up. Because so part of the reason they're there, obviously, is to warn Axel, so they managed to track him down. I don't know how, quite how they managed to find Axel. Again, it's a bit glossed over, but they ma- Marina manages to find him. And they go to see him at work. He works in kind of like an antique shop, interestingly. And um, again, this is where we have some more helpful checks that we can understand. Yeah, so oh, like yes. Marina talks to actually is like, Hospitale, Anglia. <laughs> we're like, okay. <laughs> okay we She's telling that. him that Marek's in hospital in England. And Axel seems really scared. Like, he's just... Mm. He wasn't into the whole thing. Yeah, really. He, he didn't want to tell anybody anything. He was happy to see Marina... He was genuinely, but yeah, he was he has fearful as well, and he sort of denies knowing anything about why Marek went to England or what's going on. Then it all goes a bit third man, they're running around up and down the steps, a bit creepy. We also meet Jan Funke, oh, yeah, Jan Funke, who works with Axel. Well, it's kind of, I guess, like Axel's boss, whatever, in the shop. And this is where Eric says his brilliant line about introducing themselves to Jan Funke. And uh, I don't know why I said that in a Swedish accent. And, um, <laughs> he might be Swedish, you know. Maybe he's Swedish. Variety. And um, yeah, that's where, and that's where um, Eric's like, no, mister, just catch balls. <laughs> Eric has some smashing lines in this. The other line I love, which is around the same time, when he, he's basically chiding Lovejoy and said, look, you're only in it for sex. And Eric said, and, and Lovejoy says, um, actually, and, and this is true, when have I ever let sex interfere with business? Well, with Victoria. But I was just thinking about yes. that. But he did, but he didn't, because he was still right, because that was that time that he thought, oh, maybe I've made a mistake, and he hadn't. It still, yes. He still did manage... Only just. It was touch and go. Mm. More touch than go, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> Therein lies the problem. But Eric Eric makes this amazing comment. He's writing a postcard to your woman from... Uh, Wendy. Wendy the from, the, the hot hot tramps. from the Hot Tramps. And uh, he says, oh, I'm going to send her this, this postcard. Show her I'm in Prague. That'll put a wrinkle in her knickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to start using that phrase. Oh, really? Also, when he says, like, um, Lovelace says, no, I've never let sex interfere with work or whatever. And then... Um, and Derek says, yes, I think you've always managed to combine the two rather effectively. <laughs> but that's what I mean about Victoria. He did he did combine, he very much did combine the two. That was yeah. the only time that it's had the risk of spilling over again. No, um, no, uh, yeah. But yeah, so, so basically Marina's offered to make dinner for all of them. So Axel and Lovejoy and Eric. And, but like I say, this is where it goes very third man. And actually... It's not, very dark. They don't really make... They don't really ever have this... She's made this lovely dinner and they don't really they ever don't have this dinner because... because... Peril alert, 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 peril alert. My voice, my voice has gone after singing Silent Night earlier. <laughs> I tried to sing then and no sound came out. <laughs> Should we do it again? Peril alert, peril alert, peril alert, peril alert, We never know when to stop. It's like when you go to... That's because it's perilous. Do you know when you go to a football match? That's the peril. You know when you go to a football match and you think, how do they know when to stop a chant? Because they do, but the crowd stops (laughs) as one, but in the middle of the line. (laughs) So yeah, so this is where, so basically we see Axel presumably on his way to Marina's for dinner, but he's sort of on a bridge looking pensive and then the creepy man, Franz, is in the background. I'm going to say, we forgot the bit where Eric has got the money. Which is... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's managed to exchange Cre- some money for a really good rate. I wonder why. Oh, Creates Eric. a few problems, this does. Yeah. Uh, including at this point, because Lovejoy leaps out of a taxi because he sees uh, Axel, yes. pays the taxi driver. Taxi driver's a bit miffed because it turns out it's faked cash. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Yugoslavian money. Oh, that's it. Yugoslavian it's just got the, money. Because Eric hasn't actually bothered to look at the fact that it says 
Yugoslavia <laughs> yes. on, the, on the note. Bless him. He probably doesn't. All this foreign money all looks the same to me. <laughs> um. So yeah, so Wells and Eric. One of several pieces of gentle xenophobia that comes up mm. in this episode. But yeah, so actually this is where I think, so where we start to wonder about Axel because Axel is like collapsed in a doorway. Lovejoy goes to uh, assist him, but actually then out of nowhere the creepy man turns up and like clobbers Lovejoy. So it's like, mm, Doesn't do was, a very good job of Was it. Axel really collapsing the doorway? Well, this is the thing. Mm. I, was he there to I like thought, lure Lovejoy? I thought this was going to be, yeah, an elaborate like, uh, uh, you know, trap basically. I think it was. was it? Well, I mean... It, not that they trapped him at that, but I think it was deliberate that, like, to... To, to get a lot of to lure picture. him. I don't know what, what they were trying to do, because that's true, then they don't... They just let him go. He also... He doesn't hit him very hard, so yeah. actually he doesn't... I mean, Lovejoy's obviously been hurt, and again, Ian McShane does that really good thing of just looking a bit like... like I've been hit on the head. I'm battling on, I'm, I'm battling on, but I'm really hurting. Mm. And this is the point where, for some reason, like, and we both commented on this, but I had noticed it earlier on, like, and almost all the way through this episode. I mean, I don't know if it's because it's meant to be winter... I mean, because in England as well as in Prague, Lovejoy is wearing a denim jacket yeah. and then a leather, leather jacket. jacket. It does get really cold a in Prague. A lot of jackets. But he was wearing that in, in England as well. Oh, maybe they were having a particularly harsh winter. Yeah, so <laughs> it's an interesting look. Actually, now what year was this? Because there was... 92. 92. No, I'm just trying to think what year it was because there was one year where we went to centre parks over Christmas. I think it was 94 though and it was really, really cold and it was the first time I'd seen proper, like all the branches were like encased in ice, all the little Ooh, twigs yeah. Yeah. and it was so beautiful but it was, it, it went down to something like minus 11 because I remember really? as a kid think, knowing Look. like this is weird, this not, yeah. this isn't, I've never been That's this so cold and it was a similar time, I do and it, I remember because I was, mm, I remember being that. in this forest, centre parks just being, I was being then again, so maybe I was oh I would have been, Oh, I wonder if it was the year that I first ever started going out drinking because I had to wait for my friend for ages and I had never been scolded in my life. Mm. Having said that, I was wearing like a crop top. Well, exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> so, we and probably like, wearing like sandals. Yeah. And it was March. Yeah. <laughs> now, this was December because I remember being there over Christmas. It's yeah. making me wonder if, yeah, but I think it was after that, after this. So, yeah, Love Joe with his head, head injury goes to see Marina and says, you know, Axel's disappeared. Like he was there in the doorway and then I got clobbered and then he was gone. And, you know, and then. You know, he think he suspects uh, Lovejoy says, "Oh, I think that Axel was going was going to tell us the truth tonight at dinner, but now he's gone." And actually, what Axel says to Lovejoy before Lovejoy gets clobbered is, "I did not think they would hurt Marek," so he's obviously Ooh. in on some kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then they just go and break into his flat. Scam oh, you do. Well, again, you, you had that useful time in prison, didn't you, Lovejoy? Yeah. yeah so he knows good, how to pick a lock. Yeah. Good experience. Um, and they were creeping around the flat, which is always very stressful when you're watching people in somebody else's house and you don't know what's happening. It was stressful. And if someone's going to suddenly appear. There was a cat that made me jump, that jumped up, and there was a torn photograph. So it was the same photo that we'd seen at Dottie's, but the fourth person had been like ripped out of yeah. the photo. Yeah, so Marek was there, Axel was there, some other person that was there, and then the fourth person was, was gone. <laughs> then I've written, then there is peril. <laughs> so there's more peril at this point. I mean, there's quite a, quite a you know. So they go into Axel's bedroom, and basically there he is in the bed, dead. Oh yeah, maybe that's what I was referring so that's to. Quite <laughs> that's scary. quite scary. And then the the real peril is the police arrive, and Lovejoy and Marina tried to escape. Oh yeah, because Lovejoy and Marina's gone with him to to break into Axel's flat, and, and the. They try and escape from the police, but they don't succeed. They get arrested. Did you have a bit of a Fleming's umbrella here? In that, all I know it was the cat. Yeah, and, the all cat I, and, was I, very... and I just wrote. I wonder if the cat has a human name. Oh, yeah. It might have been called Kafka. That would have been very... Um, I used to have a cat, cat called... Well, no, it wasn't really my cat. We had a cat that lived with us for a little while called Franz Kafka. Because he, looked, like, he looked like amazing. Katka, yeah. He looked like Franz Kafka. I'll show you a picture later. He really did. He had the ears. David Baddiel. So that cat's a little like Hitler. <laughs> David, David Baddiel used to have a cat called Chairman Meow. <laughs> Which is oh, that's at, at being a communist, communist name, you see? Yeah. yeah, I like it, like it. Um, yeah, so now Lovejoy's in Czech prison. Or at least in the police station, we're not really sure yeah. at this stage. And the UK, the UK, like, whatever he is, you know, one of the diplomats from the embassy turns up, who's brilliant. Sebastian. Sebastian. Oh, he's so he's just like, oh yeah, okay, well. Lovejoy, I'm here, yeah. I just, I must say, I'm sorry, I'm frightfully hungover. <laughs> the Hungarians had a Christmas party last night. Well. That's and it brilliant. is pepper vodka. Yeah, yes. pepper vodka. Have you ever tried it? Don't. <laughs> I did like Sebastian. Flavoured vodka is one of the things that has 
done me in on various occasions. I do I like have a flavour. I can't drink vodka at all anymore. Oh, I, I love, love vodka because I've had vodka experiences. I love vodka. <laughs> That's so nice. Yes. Vodka experiences. Yes. I've had tequila experiences. And I quite like tequila. I could drink tequila till the cows come out. I absolutely love it. I just like drinking. Mm. Um, so yeah, so love to. So the the diplomat says, "Oh, it's fine. You're kind of in UK custody now. You'll be, you know, you, you just will sort of look after you, but." You know, it's also a bit of a shame that you got your passport nicked as well yeah. <laughs> when you were robbed earlier on. And then Lovejoy says, oh, it's all right, Eric Catchpole can vouch for me. And then, like, as he walks around the corner, <laughs> Eric's, like, in another cell. It's basically with his, he's been getting into trouble with his Yugoslavian money. Oh, dear. He chins someone. Yes. When he couldn't pay the bill. I mean, what else would you do when you can't pay the bill? <laughs> chin him and run. Chin, chin him and run, yeah. <laughs> oh, but then they're both out because then they go and have coffee. Yeah, so basically, I think they are like because they are kind of under UK diplomatic protection or whatever. Mm. It's probably not the right terminology. They are not. They don't have to stay in the Czech prison. They can sort of. I mean, they can't go anywhere. They haven't got passport. No, they can't go anywhere. But they're, they're not. Yeah, they have to stay in prison. And yeah, they go to that nice. What's it called, Paul? That place, that nice like tea room. Oh, do you know? What? I can't remember because all no. I could, all I could think, because I've been there. All I, I didn't go about, to it, but I remember thinking about going there. I went there, and all I could think of was the New York Cafe, which is in Budapest, not in Prague. I've forgotten mm. the one, in, and then there's the one in Vienna, and I've forgotten the name of the one in Prague, which is no use. I've definitely I have been there. Yeah, because it isn't. It, that's where Kafka and people used to go. Yeah, isn't it's, it? like, it's, it's quite famous. Listen, it's a famous, famous, lovely, beautiful cafe place in. My favourite thing in Prague, and this is apropos of nothing at all. Have you seen there is a piece of modern art which is this sort of model of a man who will urinate messages for you? Have you seen that? You can text Ooh. in messages and he will basically <laughs> whittle messages into a little you into, seen what? That? into like what into like is a little it like light in front of him? No, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Is it like can you see the right no, you have to follow like which way it's moving to see. It's it's fascinating. I'll look it up. I probably it's well, a I'm tribute, definitely going it's to try it now. To the statues I, that it is. It is. Oh, now that made me sad. Way way back, Lovejoy makes this comment about oh, you know, this is basically a, a real city, and oh, it's you don't have all the yeah. neon lights and the fast food joints. And now we went a few years ago. Went we're staying just off Wenceslas Square. There was a massive sign pointing in one direction to the McDonald's, a massive sign pointing in the other directions to the inevitable Irish pub, oh, and. No. Uh, guys on British men on a stag do urinating outside the hotel, having some kind of competitive urination session. Oh well, well when we go to who can wee for the longest? That's a that's a thing. When we go to Prague, we'll go outside of stag season. Okay. I always U- thought it was who could wee the highest. Urinating statue, Prague. It's called piss. There you are. David, I mean, what else would it be called? David Churney. <laughs> Sounds great. It is a thing. Look, it basically. Look it up, listeners. It looks fab. It's quite um, it's quite explicit though. The, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um, <laughs> it's art, that. So, on that pissing note, so Eric and Lovejoy are in the cafe that we can't remember the name of, having a nice chat and having a posh afternoon tea and cakes. And we find out that Eric, sort of, as a bit of an aside, but Eric has spent £60 on Lovejoy's Christmas present. Which would be about. In today's money, surely it's like. Now. Yeah, it's insane. It's a lot of no, money. Probably. It's definitely over £100. It's more than I, you know, you would have spent on someone's Christmas present. In Especially your boss. We don't know what it is. I wonder what it is. Um, I don't think he's even being paid that much. I'm not sure he's even being paid. (laughs) (laughs) We're still not sure, are we? And then Marina turns up and she's like, I just want to stop this now. Like, let's not try and solve this mystery anymore. It's getting too, you know, Axel's dead. My dad's ill. I can't even go and see my dad anymore because I've now, because I've been arrested, I can't leave the country. So it's just all getting, I just, I don't want to be involved in this anymore. And Lovejoy's like, but there are so many unanswered questions. I mean, that, and that's all, so he doesn't care about Marina, what she feels, her dad his welfare, he just wants to solve the mystery. Yeah. Like, that's what he's motivated by. The human element of it starts sort of eluding him slightly at this point, um, which is a bit... He doesn't come out of this scene very well, I don't think. I've, I've just written here, why does Lovejoy always end up in prison in Christmas specials? <laughs> and it's a nice little precursor, it's a little uh, teaser for the... I've got to mention it. Yes. The season five Christmas special in North Carolina where he ends up in prison. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited about watching oh, that. Oh, God, really? Oh, guys. I know, but it's amazing. We haven't got that long. Two more seasons. I mean, to be fair, amazing. we could just watch it at Christmas. It is, it is amazing. We could. The Christmas treat to our... Love for it. our loved or actually Christmas party. We just, yeah. <laughs> we, I, think, I think we should get some pepper vodka. Yes. Yes. And uh, maybe some scotch. I'll have a bit. And, I'll have a bit. Uh, 
some yeah, chocolate yeah. seashells. Some, yeah. some chocolate seashells. It's going to be one hell of a party. <laughs> and then, we, and then we, then we go. We do go a little back to England, and we see Tink. So Tink's been left in England. Basically, all, everyone's gone, haven't they? So Jane's skiing. Um, obviously, love John Erica in Prague. So Tink has been left to carry the can of the wrapping the presents and he's basically wrapping them in the style that I would wrap them <laughs> I hate wrapping presents so do I so it's like let's just shove some paper around it and then just wind the around it and with good intentions and by the end I'm just like fucking just yeah. on the me. answer the answer is gift bags yeah yes they're Ooh. expensive though yeah they are but I reuse them so once I'm giving my gift I'm like take it back again You're... my bag <laughs> I've got one gift bag that's going between me and somebody else that we well, just keep giving each other gifts. Well, yeah, in I mean, the same I, I bag. have a lot of gift bags that people have given me that are great. It's great. Um, um, and then we go to see Jane. So we go see we see Tink not having a great time, and then we see Jane also not having a great oh, time. Jane has that wonderful that look that she does of just like I really cannot take much more of this. Yeah. She's like she sipping is like sort of stein of beer, just like. I don't want to be here. She is not looking impressed. Is in the apres ski. With some yodelling in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yodeling, yodeling. Proper, like, proper old yodeling going and on. Love that was not. <laughs> Lovejoy's on the phone to her. She, because he misses her, of course. Maybe and he that's wants why. To just send but no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> then, so they're having this lovely chat and then he's like, can you send me some money and I've been arrested and I don't have my passport. <laughs> can you, can yeah. you just fix it? And she's like, oh, Lovejoy, ugh. Oh. She doesn't really agree to do it or not agree. She just sort of is exasperated. Um, and then we go, and this this is where it starts. So this is this point I was like, okay, I'm getting it. It's all fine. And this is where it started. Like, I felt like every other scene was like a new, new person. Oh, yeah. yeah. This like, is where it I'm confusing. getting confused now. So then we go to the, an old people's home, an old lady who we've not seen before, a Czech lady looking at the newspaper. And she sees Axel's photo and presumably a story of, that he's died. Um, and, and she's like... Emotional. Drops a cup of tea, yes. and I, we're like, who's this? And I <laughs> thought maybe it's his like estranged wife or an yeah. old lover, or. You know. And I think because we'd already had Dotty, I think I thought that too. But, but all I've written is an old woman is sad. Axel is dead. Yeah. No, I mean that's I put, yeah. Yeah. like it is. <laughs> I put the same old lady in home sees Axel is dead, gets upset, and then we go back. So, so we see Love to at the hotel, and basically he's like desperately hoping at the reception that Love that, that Jane will have wired in some money or whatever. And then he meets a mysterious lady at the reception who says, Agnieszka, Agnieszka, rather, who says that she's a police She's very Bond as well. There was something yes. very, like, the Bond seductress about her, wasn't she there? She talks like this. Everything she says is just very small. And she does not really and she move, doesn't her mouth. move her mouth or face. <laughs> she was just, she was a bit of a stereotype. She I wasn't was. Really impressed by hence my stereotype, but I which I apologise. Um... And what did she say she was? Specialist police. Oh, yeah. Working Secret on police. protecting Czech and Slovak art and culture. Right. And she says, there is a man who we're on the trail of who's been stealing our art treasures for years and exporting them. And she shows him a photo of this man. She's like, this man, we're trying to catch him. If you help us, love to catch him, we'll drop the charges mm. and you're free to go. So he does, he's like, oh. Okay. I'm not sure why he'd be daft enough to fall for that because that is clearly bollocks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that I mean, is so it doesn't sound obviously that bollocks. Yeah. But he does. He seems well. He is convinced, and he seems also not only to be convinced but to be thinking about taking her up on this offer. He makes a throwaway comment about somebody buying London Bridge. And the only reason I wrote that down and it pleased me hugely is that this is by Dick Clement and Ian Lafrenet, and about. Three or four years after this, they did a, a like return of Alfreda Saint Pet. Do you remember mm. they did like yes, a, do, a, a, a special series where they were taking down the Tyne Bridge or one of the one of those one of those bridges over the Tyne and reconstructing it in Arizona. Oh, and it was it, it, which is what they and, so they and it just pleased me. It just pleased me that it was by <laughs> the same writers. The thing about that London Bridge story as well, isn't it, is because they thought they were buying because they thought American, they were buying Tower Bridge. Yeah, because yeah. Americans like. They say London Bridge, they mean Tower Bridge. And so they thought they were buying Tower Bridge. And obviously, yeah, London Bridge is, you know, it's just a it's very... It's just a bridge. It's yeah. just a bridge. It's a really underwhelming bridge And the previous bridge London Bridge well. was just a bridge. And so, yeah, this person bought it and, yeah, it's just a bridge. But they, I guess they display it because they're like, oh, well, better better get something out of it. <laughs> um, and then we go to Axel's funeral. And the old lady from the home who was shocked at his death <laughs> is there and talks to Marina. But we, do, we still don't know who she is. And that that bad man is looming. The bad man. <laughs> He's looming. Creepy man. Franz, I believe his name is. Very. Um, there was um. Is this where? 
I think, isn't it um, Marina then relays what she's been told by the old lady? We find out who she is and she's called Lila. Yeah, Lila. Lila. Well, then we do, yeah, so we find out from Lila a bit more about, well, not a huge amount more about (laughs) about this backstory on the diamond. So she does... find out a bit about why they were doing things at the time, I guess, in the world. Just hiding everything from Sorry, Helen. Well, maybe we do. I do. (laughs) I didn't learn anything. Well, we sort of went back to that this is where I, I think this might be where I started to fall asleep a bit. <laughs> so what they said was... my sofa is very comfortable. What they said was, during the Second World War, as the Nazis were kind of, you know, going through Czechoslovakia, uh, the students were basically taking art so that the Nazis wouldn't and hiding it. Mm. So one of the things, presumably, that they took to hide was um, this, uh, the Prague Sun and then the diamonds. I'm not sure how the diamonds got detached well, I think from yeah, that. The bit I, didn't. Off, I know it? this bit. You do, go on. The, it was, so the flashback that was right at the beginning oh, where yes. they had the accident. Had accident. Of course oh, they did. And yes, so they like, it got broken oh, and everything kind of, of spilled you, out. Yes, you're and then right. they kind of scrabbled to get all the diamonds and then they all split up because... They didn't want to all so be they, caught. Yeah, they said so they, they divided, they, they divided they the diamonds had, between them and they all had some. Which I didn't get at this point, and that made the rest of it very confusing. The point is, all of these four friends that are in this photo all had a few diamonds each. So one of and the friends is Axel, one is... Marek. One is mystery person with the torn off. And the third man in the picture, that you can see where it's not torn off, was killed a year ago. Yeah. And then around the same time, Axel moved to Prague. So then you're like, oh, is this connected? Then we get back to England and we see Tink taking all the gifts to the hospital. Oh, yeah. Looking really where, thrilled about it. This is where you said Father Tinkmas. Father Tinkmas. <laughs> and for some reason that was funny. I just loved it. It was fairly funny. It made me laugh. I can I be funny this. sometimes. You can. Can. So yeah, he's sort of grudgingly dropping off all his really badly wrapped presents to the hospital. It's not really in the spirit of things, is it? I, I get the feeling he doesn't get into this sort of spirit. It probably doesn't involve a fifth scotch. <laughs> he doesn't get playful enough, that's yeah, the problem. Yeah, he's only one type of spirit that Tink is interested in. And then Lovejoy's, we get back to Prague and Lovejoy's chatting to Sebastian. This is where so, we get the misogyny of the week. Because he says, he's talking about, you know, uh, you're gonna, he says Lovejoy's going to have to go to court because he's been done breaking and entering and then they found this dead body in the house. A little bit incriminating. And, uh, <laughs> it's not it, looking great. It's going to be on, I think, doesn't he say the 28th of yeah. December? And Lovejoy says, oh, I've got to spend Christmas in uh, Prague. And he said, well, it's not so bad. We've got a party at the embassy. I guess you could come to that. And then he makes this awful comment where he said, oh, we have a disco and some of the secretaries get quite out of it. I mean, that's... And, not Watch good, it, is it? Today is a bit like, oh, great. Ooh. Yeah. And like, Lovejoy isn't interested in the secretaries, to be fair to him. All he can think about is like, he's, he's like I've got to get home to be Santa at the hospital. Yeah. I mean, Aww. I promise Jane. I, yeah, it's very sweet. It is very sweet. Um, um, and then he goes back to the shop where Axel worked and to meet Jan Funke again. <laughs> I would like to think that when he introduces himself, he does that. He goes, yes, I'm Jan Funke. <laughs> I don't know what I have to say. The name's Funker. It reminds me of Tobias Funker on Arrested Development. Um, so yeah, and, and the, so you're asking the colleague, oh, do you know, did you did you know anything about Axel? Did, you ever, did Axel ever talk about why he was here or anything about anything? Did he confide in you? Mm. And the colleague's like, oh, yeah, and Funker is like, no, no. Refuses to be drawn. Yes. And then Lovejoy's going back to his hotel and the creepy man... Creepy man. Franz accosts him <laughs> in the street and like points a gun at him. And then out of nowhere, out of the hotel... Jane turns up. Jane's there. So Lovejoy's in the middle of being kidnapped with a gun and Jane's like, Oh, hiya! Hey, hey, hi, hi, I'm here with the money. I've come to save you. It's like, um, I'm a little bit busy. So yeah, so now like Jane and Lovejoy are both kidnapped by the creepy man. And he takes them through all these secret tunnels... They're blindfolded, so they don't know where they're going. Yes. But into a very nice-looking study. Indeed. It's not exactly in a dungeon, We work they? out where they are before he does. Yeah. Because <laughs> she said it sounds like a fairground. And if you've been listening slash watching properly, you will know what that is about. <laughs> I forgot well, I'm that, speaking that, English. It's that, that clock, isn't it? That, that weird clock. clock that you can't actually tell the time on. And Bing then, bong. And then the guy, ta- another guy, t- so Franz has brought them there, and then another guy turns up, and it's the guy from the photo. Oh, that, 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 that photo. That Agneska showed her, yes, Agneska yes. showed her, like, this is the guy who's been stealing all our art. And it's that guy, Carol Riddle. Donald Pleasance. Donald Pleasance. Donald Pleasance is here now, and is quite, quite scary. 
Yeah, and you basically get the idea he was something big in the Communist Party. Well, he says he was, doesn't he? And he basically says, I'm out of favour now, which... Yeah, so he was a big communist. Communist (laughs) Party big But, you know, he he was communist, but obviously he was one of those, like, not-so-nice communists where he's like, well, it's all right, you can all share... But I'm going to be. I'm, my yeah, so yeah. I'm not really. I mean, you know, communist. I'm lo- using the term loosely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because he and um, he was stashing stuff away for himself, and he has basically got the re- he reveal. And this is like yeah, it's very in the style of a Bond villain. He just tells Lovejoy straight away all his secrets. Yeah, like, why? yeah. All he was missing was a white cat on his. Yeah, head, yeah. To be like literally, why? I mean, you could have just he sat on the little throne at one point. He just Great. literally immediately spills the love joke. Oh yeah, so I've got the real Prague son, and the one that's on display to the public is just a replica, which um, Lovejoy didn't spot. Mm, no, true, and, and there's no yeah. mention ever. It's like he doesn't that Lovejoy even suspected. Yeah, which is I thought, and was it's not made because often it's made a big thing of, isn't it? That yeah, he, that's really. I just found that really interesting. Mm. I thought. I wonder if they just forgot. No, I don't think so, because it was so a part of his character. I think the point was he wasn't looking for it, and it isn't necessarily an area that he... Because he, remember, he always gets people to do research for him. He doesn't profess yes. to know everything about everything. Like the pigs. Like, yeah, he gets he just gets a sense for certain things, and obviously didn't in this instance, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. So basically we learn that the one on display to the public is fake, and he's got the real one in his private collection. He's also got all these other art treasures that he's sort of keeping for himself. And basically, Lovejoy, I mean... I, I think hopefully he says this to get out, try and get out of the situation. But basically, Lovejoy offers like fence all his stuff for him. Yeah, because he's like, well, he's you like, can't oh, well, get it out you know, of here. You so. can't sell it on the open market, obviously, because it's all stolen. So, like, I, I can get you some private collectors will turn a blind eye. I mean, I hope he's saying that just to get out of I this think he's No, I think he is, so, because there was no indication to me that that would be what he actually felt. Particularly, as he said at the beginning of the episode, there's nothing wrong with buying stuff because you like it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and him and Jane are handcuffed together. How long do you reckon you could stand to be handcuffed to somebody else? I was talking about this for five minutes. Depends who they are. Well, five what, minutes? Depends what you're doing. Just like going situation. about your day? Oh, like two seconds. <laughs> do you think? Yeah. I reckon I could do like... Depends who it is. Half a day. Oh, but I could be handcuffed to you for half a day. It'd be all right. Yeah, no, that'd be all right. Well, like, Except that I wee a lot. When you need to wee. Then that's just awkward. Um... <laughs> So yeah, and then and then this is where I started to get confused about the diamonds because like Carol Riddle, it's done to Donald Pleasance, is still saying that he wants the diamonds, but like surely they've. So I was confused because obviously they've got the ones from Marek that he dug up from the church because the, the yeah. guy stabbed him and presumably took the diamonds except for the one point. Lovejoy found, yeah. for the one that was dropped. So okay, one is which becomes and very there's one relevant. in the ring. There are two that they don't have. Yeah, but I thought well, you've got the diamonds. Why are you still saying you want the diamonds? Because I hadn't quite picked up that all four of them yes. had yeah. some. So, so they're, presumably they're still they've, still got, they've got Marex. The, the person with no head on the photo. Yeah, yeah. they've got Marex. They've got Axel's, presumably. Yeah. Because they've like almost like kidnapped him in a way. They've got him sort of working for them. But they haven't... And they've got the guy that was killed. So actually the only person they don't have is the person that was... The mystery person. So and that's what they're trying to figure out. But I didn't get this at the time. And I was like... Why, why are you going about the diamonds? You've got the diamonds. I, I, you know, I just couldn't get it. And Lovejoy... As it often happens with Lovejoy. I don't understand. <laughs> and Lovejoy knows that Dottie has a copy of that picture yes. that hasn't been torn. So he's asked mm. her to fax it. That's To fox it. Yeah. Fox it. <laughs> Dottie says he wants me to fox it. <laughs> I love that idea. Is that like a carrier pigeon? It's like you tie it to a fox. <laughs> Off it goes. say, go, be free. <laughs> go to Prague. <laughs> go through the Eurotunnel. Oh, was it even built? No, it wasn't. Get a ferry. It was only was being built. It was just not quite open. I don't think it was open. A fox could probably go through it. A fox could have probably got through it if it had found its way. Um, so basically, they came on the way, way to, to Prague. Prague. So it would have then had to get on one it of those trans... signs. Do they have those transcontinental railways at this point? <laughs> yeah, like, like, have foxes changed. are cunning. That means clever. Could have gone um, from Garda Austerlitz, is it? That you go... Anyway, carry on. So basically, they let Lovejoy go to like you know solve this mystery... Uh, get the diamonds and, and but they keep Jane as like insurance so like it's bloody terrifying I mean poor Jane that's absolutely bloody terrifying um, and then, she's so, been kidnapped before because of Lovejoy though. yeah you think she, she should be used to it by yeah. now and then Lovejoy meets up with Agnieszka the police woman again in, the, in a graveyard lovely I mean and again she, that, that wouldn't that, I wouldn't be at all suspicious if somebody said do you want to meet me in a graveyard yeah. <laughs> I guess that sounds above board <laughs> And he obviously tells her what's happened. You're like, oh yeah, that guy you were looking for, he kidnapped me. I can maybe help you find him. And she's, she doesn't seem that bothered about that. But he, she does encourage him to look for the diamonds. And yeah, it's a little bit odd, like that exchange. You're like, what's going on? 
And then Lovejoy starts to suspect that Jan Funke might have something to do with it because he's so kind of cagey, I guess. Mm. I'm not quite sure why he starts to suspect him in particular. Is it to do with his jacket? Or are you going to talk about that in a minute? No. Where Lovejoy has the, the thing on his jacket. Oh, yes. oh, that's right. So he finds that he realises yeah. that he's got a bit of guilt on his jacket. I'd like to point out that Eric points this out because he's very yeah. clever. That's right. And he's like, "Where <laughs> can I've got that from?" And it's from the from Jan Funke's shop. So Lovejoy's like, "Oh, I must have been in Jan Funke's shop when I got kidnapped." He's got something to do with it. That's right. That's right. And at this point, the photo arrives by fax or fox, but it arrives. And it's really like obviously because it's like a photo, a black old black and white photo that's then been faxed. It's like the most unclear photo but like they're like oh clearly this is not a um this is not a, a another man this is clearly a woman who's younger than them and maybe it's lila <laughs> yeah. it does make sense it does but it's a bit like i mean you're kind of it's very smart how they sort of figure it out almost immediately but yes the fourth person of the member of the gang so presumably who's got the remaining diamonds is lila then i just felt like i didn't know what was happening at all it all, it all it did start bit, to get a bit, a bit busy, weird. Didn't it? Yeah, they, so they go to see Lila to sort of, I guess, say, you know, is this you? What's going on? Oh, this and is then where they, that's where. They, and then they also figure out, yeah, uh, Jan is in on it. So they go back to Funke's place, yeah. and they like confront Jan about it. <laughs> this is where we get the most amazing little bit of gentle xenophobia. Oh, <laughs> he says oh. to Eric, "Phone the police." And Eric said, "I don't speak Czech. It just sounds like sneezing to me." <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> and it, I mean, it doesn't even sound like sneezing. It, it doesn't, doesn't really sneeze. Well, how you sneeze, I yeah. suppose. I mean, yeah, it's been slightly odd sneezing. But yes, they basically have to. They try and like attack Jan Funke, um, and <laughs> Eric is the muscle. <laughs> we well, just hit him with a chair. Or he does. He, he does, he does it very well, actually. And then, and and then, yeah. Lovejoy discovers a secret door behind the bookcase. Again, very James Bond. Very pleasing. Very pleasing. And uh, that, which leads to Radel's place, we presume, which is what, you know, where Lovejoy was taken. So he's like, right. And then this is where, like, then the policewoman turns up. Oh, but yes. has he, is it because he's called her, maybe? I don't know. Because he's like, oh, I found this guy that you've been looking for. But anyway, she's there, all, and Jesko's there all of a sudden. And then we have this brilliant thing about, you know, like, like, but her, again, about her love, Dora thinks he's a detective. She's like, oh, yeah, your passport. It shouldn't say antiques dealer. It should say detective. And then oh, Eric's like, oh, Hercule oh. Lovejoy. <laughs> yes. This is Harky. This is another, you know, of its time. Because obviously your passport did used to have your occupation in it. It did, didn't it? But not anymore. Not for a long time. But in this... Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, but then this is... But the fact that she makes that comment, this is when Lovejoy clocks onto her. He's like, hang on. How do you know what it says in my passport? Only like the person who stole my passport has seen ah, my passport. I didn't have it when I went to the when I was arrested because it would have been stolen. Yeah, and he figures out that. She's I mean, a again, again, that's a little bit like something out of uh, James Bond. It was there's a brilliant there was a website years and years ago called like EvilOverlord.com. It's like things you <laughs> things you mustn't do if you want to be an evil overlord. And one of them says, "I will never utter the words I'm going to kill you, but first." Yeah. <laughs> Lovejoy, like, as soon as he meets him, he's like, I have lots of treasures, they're hidden. And then he says, yeah, I have lots of treasures, they're hidden. I'm going to let you go and find me the other diamonds. I mean, to be fair, he keeps Jane, so he assumes that Lovejoy's not going to... But but he still gives Lovejoy... Because he's not told, there was literally no reason to tell Exactly. He's still giving Lovejoy the opportunity to go and concoct a plan, and then, which is what he does, and then comes back, you know, to say that he has found these diamonds, even though he hasn't, it all gets very complicated at this point. But at this point, when he figures out that Agnieszka isn't, isn't with the police... He does something which probably only happens about three times in the whole of Lovejoy. He tells Eric to call the actual real police. Yes. Because yes. normally it's like whenever the police is suggested being involved, it's like, no, 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 no. We can oh, sort no, ourselves. I, 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 we had a slightly xenophobic discussion here, or I say we, I did, about actually, you know, he never calls the police in Suffolk. But would you call the police in post-communist, like directly yeah. post-communist Prague, when there were still people knocking around who used to be secret police? Yeah. And, uh, and he's not had very good experiences with the police to no. date. So. Yeah, but well, they do, they do, they do call the police, and then they, while the police are arriving, obviously, um, Eric, I guess Eric stays behind. Is that right? Yeah, like, Eric's kind of. Guarding. And then Lovejoy goes off into the secret passage and finds along the way, um, Carol Riddles 
private collection of artworks. Oh, yes, of course. We see the real Prague Sun and various icons and various other things that he's, that he's nicked. And, and again, it's one of those odd things. We've had this in a couple of episodes before of people that want things just for themselves. Yeah. That, that weird greed that doesn't make any sense because it's not greed. He doesn't want the money. He just wants to be able to hide them and look at them. Yeah. Why do we have that? We've had that a couple of episodes where these, these weird the private guy with collectors... The yeah, but but not even him so much. But the people with these with the with stolen art. Oh yeah, they can yeah. never sell it. They just want to sit and look at it themselves. Mm. It's like the kind of people who who order like you know Picassos to order stolen yeah. from places. Yeah. They can never sell them. Yeah. They just want to look at them. It's really odd. And it's very Bonvillain-esque at this point too. Oh, it's a lot of it where he's like you know so. Lovejoy find, finds this secret room and then, like, Radel is sat there in, like, a throne. Like, oh, say, he may, he may as well have been stroking a white cat, saying, <laughs> and there is a Lovejoy, cat. Where is I've the been cat? expecting you. <laughs> yeah. he, does, he doesn't say that, but, you know. Oh, the lights suddenly turn on gradually yeah. and illuminate the whole room. Yeah. Wow, Mr. Lovejoy. <laughs> it was all a bit And then, like, Radel still saying, I want these diamonds. And by this point, I mean, you know, so Lila's the only one who might have some, and we don't know where, you know, what's going on with her I think Lovejoy pretends that he has got them because he's got the one yeah so he can be like found. so he's like look this is like I have them look here's the proof I've got one so that's kind of his like insurance I guess he's hoping that Raider will let him go to get the rest of them um, yeah and we'll believe him uh, and then it, I feel like at this point it then just sort of descended very quickly into farce and it felt as though the director had gone shit we've only got five minutes left yes finish yeah, it off the usual like slightly odd so then we go back to see Jane and being held by Franz and he's really creepy, blows a kiss. Oh, that was actually yeah. nasty. That was just horrid. That's really horrible. He was the most dislikable person oh, in the whole thing. That he barely had any lines. <laughs> sort of evil henchman. Did he say anything? Did he say patrioti. That's all he said. And then, Ra- and then we learn that Radel brought Axel to the city and gave him the job in the shop. This way, so we learn that definitely mm. Axel was yes. in on it all. And then Lovejoy says the reason he's got the diamond is it's from Lila. So he's trying to say, like, yeah, I've got Lila's diamonds. Which I didn't, yeah. again, I didn't get at the time. I was like, why is, <laughs> why is he saying that Lila gave him the diamond? <laughs> I honestly couldn't understand it. And then we go back to Eric, who's still in the shop, where the, pa- the secret passage starts. And he's trying to call the police. We're trying to call the embassy because he doesn't speak Czech. And Agnieszka, he's got Agnieszka at gunpoint, but she manages to press a panic button. Which alerts Radel. And actually, in the end, is sort of, um, yeah, brings her comeuppance on herself, really, yeah. because he then goes, oh my God, there's somebody in the shop, legs it, which means that there's not two of them, there's only one of them, and gives Lovejoy the opportunity to then cause a distraction and basically have a great fight, because oh. we haven't had a good fight for The a distraction while. was great. He threw his booze in the fire yeah, and it went fire like, so They give him a brandy for summer. Again, like, why? And then he throws it into the fire, and then, yeah, like, creepy man, Franz and Lovejoy have a bit of a tussle. Jane fires the gun. Yeah, yeah. she shoots out one of the chandeliers. Just, yeah. Um, and then they're rolling around, and they're fighting, and then Jane gets the poker and stuff from the fireplace, and she hits Franz. And this is where we have... I was so pleased about this. The oh. defenestration of Prague. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Which is very funny and, and necessary, really. You're like, dudes, you're in Prague. You've yeah, got you've to got get to in do the that. defenestration yeah. of Prague. And they do, because they basically push him out of a window. And the thought I had, like, so Jane picks up what I would... So, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I don't know if you guys have this at home, but like, do you have like an actual fire place where like, you'd have one of those... I really like, don't in my flat in Collingdale. No, 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 no. But when you were young... <laughs> when I was little, oh, we had... Um, <laughs> what they call We had like stoves. So yeah, we had stuff and to like had break the, like, out the ashes. Yeah, yeah. So you had so the thing that Lovejoy that, that Jane hits um, Franz with is one of those. I don't even know what it's called. I, I've called it in my notes fire furniture. You know, when they're like, <laughs> oh, very good. little stands that has like the little brush yeah. and the little shovel and the little and the poker and oh, and the tongs. And so she put, but has that, has that got a name? Because like that was one of those things. Like when I was a kid, there was always one in the house. And obviously oh, now we don't have one. So yeah, I live in a flat. A fire don't. stand. Yeah. No. I just called it fire furniture, but I, don't know I prefer fire furniture. That is what I'm going to call it. Anyway, so sorry. That's a total like aside. I just was like, I don't know what that's called. But yeah, so that's right. So we whack, they whack the creepy man. He stumbles out the window. He's defenestrated. As I love to says, so Jane says, did we? Is he dead? And I was like, no, he's just defenestrated. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and he's lying. He's lying in amongst these. Uh, there's sort of a load of carol singers who look somewhat. Bemused, yeah, about this left. person just and he's he's fallen onto a dodgy looking stall of, sort of children's stall, toys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was 
that was that. And then and but then it's sort of assumed that it's all nicely wrapped up and the next thing we see is what is presumably the real um Again, he's done. This is another thing, though, of restoring art to its rightful yes, place. That's true. Which they do a lot in Lovejoy, and he, he, you see, the Prague sun being paraded into a church, presumably with a host in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was beautiful. They basically go to mass. Yeah, yeah. And we, and we do see, like, so, Ra- Ra- and we, and we, like you say about the entire, like, Radel runs off back to the shop. We see Agnieszka and Funke being arrested. We don't really know what happens to Radel. We don't know what happens to France. So, like, we assume it's tied up, but we don't know actually what happens. We presume they will get arrested but yeah and then we, they're in the church so Lovejoy um, Jane and Marina in this service and Marina's sort of saying to Jane oh Lovejoy's very attractive did you come to Prague because you're in love with him she's like no just because you need some money <laughs> so romantic <laughs> Jane so romantic um, yeah this is, this is what I finally understood right at the end I did understand it at the end that they all had some diamonds the four friends and Lila had actually buried hers with her first husband. Oh, yeah. Because she just thought, you know, there's never going to be a chance to restore them to the country. Yeah. This is it. We're stuck with the communists now. Um, so, yeah. So, so they, there was, I suppose they, they could still get them, but there was no easy way that they were going to get these diamonds back. Um, um, and then Lovejoy and Jane do get home in time for Christmas. So Lovejoy oh. puts on his Father Christmas outfit, gets down to the hospital... Oh, uh, uh, this was this was dreadful. I mean, it was really. It's the sort of thing you watch through your fingers and go, "Oh no, make it stop!" Because they're already. It was a Father Christmas. There was a Father Christmas there. There were two Father Christmases. So then they have a. Should Father we point Christmas. out to our listeners that Father Christmas is real? By the way, these people were just pretending. Yeah, yeah that's real, why it was so awkward. The real Father Christmas was busy. Yeah, it was Christmas. He so. can't go to all of the. He's not God. So there was somebody he's pretending not... to be Father Christmas who had gone to the hospital, but unfortunately, there were two men pretending to be Father Christmas. <laughs> Neither was the real one. And then they had who to exist. Have... Yeah. <laughs> then they had to have like a Santa standoff. Yeah. It's proper like high noon showdown, complete with like the music, like the Wild <sighs> West. Music. Oh, it was so funny. They kind of squared up to each other, and it was just Tinker. It was just Tinker. Who still, had Father his, who still had his beret on under his Santa outfit. <laughs> you can see it in the silhouette. Yeah. They go behind like a screen and like, you know. Oh, so and, then, and then that's it. Marek's yeah. fine, Marek's, isn't it? He's being he's, wheeled he's, out of intensive He's getting camp. better. Yeah. Um, Every, everyone's happy. Well Again, fun. it was very nicely tidied up. Uh, the baddies got their comeuppance. Everything got restored to its rightful place and its rightful owner. Um it was nice and Christmassy. It was nice and Christmassy, actually. Although there was peril, it all happened to the right people. Yes. Yeah. Except for Marek, who was fine in the end, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, you know. It was enjoyable. Prague was I, nice. I wish I'd understood a bit more about the diamonds. But yeah, Prague Prague was nice. And Prague is very nice. So. And Eric was good. But he's always good. Yeah. Eric was great. What do you... So... What do you give it? It wasn't my favourite, though. No, it wasn't mine. But there have been so many good ones in Series 3 that it's really hard. I think hard. that's the problem. I think, I think we've kind of upped the stakes a little bit. And yeah, then when, I, yeah. I keep just flinging nines out all over the place. Oh. So I'm not going to give it that. But I will give it... I think I'll give it an 8. Or maybe a 7.75. Nah, I'm going to give it... <laughs> 7.75. Oh, my goodness. This is getting to, like, two decimal places. It's getting complicated. I was going to give it a 7, because... Yeah. It was, you know, it was all right. There were some brilliant lines. I I like it when they go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, some of the character stuff was very funny. Jane listening to the yodeler was very funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not the strongest one ever. Yeah, I would agree. I would also give it 7, for similar reasons, really. Like, it... There was a lot to like in it, but like the plot, I just felt like, well, obviously mainly because I've lost it as usual, <laughs> but I would have liked a bit more intrigue or a bit more like genuine surprise yeah. of like, oh, that's happening now. Oh, that's who that person is. But I just felt like instead what they seemed to do to make it more mysterious was just to pile in more characters and that yeah. just confused And I, I quite wanted it to be more romantic. And I also thought the characters were a bit stereotyped. And maybe that was deliberate to give it that Bond-esque yeah. thing. But like, there I've, wasn't it, enough room for them it, all. It, there were too it, many of them. It felt a bit like, oh, look, this is Eastern Europe. We've got the, the commie bads of Central Europe. But, you know, the, the, the know, whole commie bad guy thing, which felt very Bond-esque and not very original, yeah. really. Yeah. Although maybe we just think that this was 30 years ago. Yeah, this is true, actually. Did, did, you have a, did you have an antique of the week? Oh, did you do a mark-up? Oh, did you no, I, I did my 7.7. 7. 7. 7. 7. 
No, I think I'll come down to a seven with you two. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, mm. well, agreed. Um, antique of the week. Antique of the week. Well, you know, Yugoslavian money. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to... I've got two and I'm really stuck. I was going to have... Prague before the stag dues got there. Oh, that's a good one. Because it was oh. arguably a great period for Prague because it's come out of the communist era. It was open for tourists to go and discover how great it was, but it was neither swamped by tourists mm. yet because it really was when we were there, nor did it have English people whittling outside hotels. Yeah. yeah. So either that or actually I would like the Prague Sun because I'm quite into I like ecclesiastical yeah. fancy ask ecclesiastical art. I liked those wooden puppets that the street performers Oh, they're using. terrifying. They were great. No, they're I absolutely loved horrendous. Those. Those not like that. Black Peter, is that the right thing? Well, that's, I, know, that's I think a, that's Swedish, that's, isn't it? Um, is and it? um, and it's... Yeah. It was kind of like a similar thing. as It was like, Northern you know, European, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so it was probably not creepy. the same thing, but it was kind of a similar creepy. thing. To they that. had like a devil and an angel yeah. on someone's shoulder. I, I really mm-hmm. liked those, those wooden puppets. They were creepy, but I think, as we've discussed, I like Halloween more than Christmas. So yeah. <laughs> it really fits my aesthetic. I think... <laughs> oh, I don't know what mine would be. Fire furniture. Yeah. I think it would be fire furniture. If anyone can tell me what it's actually, what one of those sets is actually good. It's probably just called like a fire set or something very boring. But yeah, because you never see that. Like it used to be like when I was growing up, they would be in everyone's house. And now they're in no one's yeah. house. And My parents still have one. Well, they've got an open fire. Yes, yeah, so, they're not no ones, but you know, much fewer people have an open fire these days. Probably, probably for the best for the environment and all of that. But um and safety. Yeah, yeah. general. <laughs> People flinging their brandies yeah, in it. Yeah, they don't want to fling it, fling your brandy at it. But yeah, I think mine would be the fire furniture. What did we learn? Um, I feel like mm-hmm. I learned quite a few. I mean, it's interesting because I feel like I know a bit about Central Europe already just because I've been there and my husband mm. always corrects me on things like that, <laughs> like what is Central and what's Eastern Europe. Because that actually, that did happen, people hiding treasures. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's quite I, interesting. My favourite, I know it's not really related, I just want to get it in here because... I don't think his name is mentioned enough. My favourite thing, talking of hiding things in Prague, was Nicholas Winton rescuing all the Jewish children because that was Prague, the kinder transport. (sighs) And I know I've probably mentioned him before because he ought to be learned about in school and he isn't. And he's died now and he was incredible. And he rescued something like 800 children and he had a list and he found them all homes himself and he would have rescued more but the US wouldn't take any and the British government would only take them if he found them homes and there are now literally thousands of people who would not be alive if he hadn't rescued those children and it's a really good episode of That's Life and it's a really good episode of That's Life <laughs> so look it up. but it's the thing that I watch if I want if I need to be reminded that life? there's good in the no no it's it's it's, that, it's Esther Ransom it's Esther Ransom oh, yeah. That's Life and she oh it's so good have you not seen it it? no I've not seen it so I just oh my god it's so good so it's an episode of Last Life and the the bit that I love is so she's she basically is telling everybody about this chap who rescued all these Jewish children and it would come to light he'd never told anyone mainly because the last train um, was intercepted by the Nazis and he felt it was his fault that none of those children survived so he never told anybody his wife found the book in the attic and anyway it got onto TV and it's this lovely moment where Esther Anson says you're sitting next to one of the children you rescued and oh, no. he, he, gets, he gets very, <laughs> very tearful but she then says could I ask if there's anyone else in the audience who owes their life to Nicholas Winton can you please stand up and the entire audience stands up and I know oh, I know it's really I know that that was done for TV but it's incredible that because of this one, one man person. and now they've had children and grandchildren yeah. and some of them great grandchildren there are thousands and thousands a lot of them live near me because a lot mm. of them went up to north london golders green because of this one man and there's a big statue of him at the station in prague and i think i would just would want every opportunity i can possibly get to talk about nicholas winton even though it's not really relevant to lovejoy but he well, was I well i think yeah it is so because we were talking a bit when we were watching it weren't we about when this was filmed, we were still so near... I don't know we've said this before. Mm. We were still so near to the war. Yes. And now we're not. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Like, you know, you had those things where, you know, like wartime sweethearts who obviously oh, lost yeah. contact for a variety of reasons would find each other. Oh, yeah. Still, like, like Dottie <laughs> and Mary. Yeah. Yes. And now... Well, now that, that can't happen. Really. Well, this is the thing. Nicholas Winton, I think, was 102 or something mm. when he died. It was quite, it was quite recently, wasn't yeah. it, when he died? Yeah, it was. But again, I just it always shocks me that people don't know his name. Everybody, everybody should know his name because he was a saint. Wonderful. 
Anyway. I was going to say I've learned to put awkwardly shaped gifts into gift bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit stupid now. This is true. No, that's, that's also uh, good. Yeah, I, have, I haven't learned that. I, I'll still be there with the wrapping paper on Christmas Eve, getting sellotape in my hair and <laughs> cursing myself. Yeah. Um, what have I learned? Well, I've learned that there's such a thing as a monstrance. I mean, oh, that's very go. basic facts. No, but, but that is true. But I didn't know true. that there was because I'm not I'm not Catholic. I'm I, I, is it Catholic? Is it a Catholic? I think it's yes, a Catholic, and I think all is it Orthodox, Orthodox maybe yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I would never. I've never seen one or known of one, and it, they're beautiful. And so that was very interesting. And I've learned a new word: monstrance. Monstrance, and I've understood how language works. <laughs> is it about monsters? No. <laughs> Literally the Definitely Eric of the podcast. Like nothing to do with monsters. <laughs> Great. Well, um, I think that's that's it. That's Park Sun. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Um, just you can find us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Lovejoy A Pod. Um, and come and support us on Patreon. Um, yes, we've recorded. Be... This is our oh. first episode that we've recorded with a real, mic- real microphone. Yeah, Thank you. Surely you. you can tell the difference in in quality. I'll be well. <laughs> Let's see. Hopefully, um, this is with our microphone that we bought thanks to our amazing Patreon subscribers. Like, so how thank amazing. you so much. And if you We're want so to grateful. get us something for Christmas, you can <laughs> sign up on Patreon just for as little as two dollars a month, and it makes such a difference to us. We've had some really lovely comments about the podcast. Thank you so much to everybody who talks to us on Twitter, who's left us reviews. It really means the world. We started this as a kind of piss take yeah. of each other. <laughs> yeah, really. a lot of love joy. Not of love joy, but of each other. And we're really, really thrilled, but we want to keep it going and we do want to like invest in proper equipment and actually give it give it a proper, you know, yeah. pro- make it good. So we really do appreciate those who've, who've um, yeah. left us reviews and those who've given us money. Thank you so yeah. much. So rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast from. And we'll see you in um, 2020. 2020. Oh my, oh my life. Yeah, see you soon. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Love joy.